Beloved, you are about to listen to another enlightening and life-transforming teaching by Pastor Chimdi Ohahuna, the senior pastor at the Pliro Nation Accra, Ghana. We pray that you are blessed watching this video or as you listen via our podcast station. Stay connected and grace to you. Jesus is Lord. But I'm going to be capping up what we began last week's uh, Wednesday. I intend, I thought I would cap it up, I'll finish everything last week Wednesday, but the way the Holy Ghost took us, we couldn't, you know, uh, overuse time because it's an evening service, amen to Jesus. Amen. So I'm going to be capping it up today, amen to Jesus. Alright, um, um, say Exodus chapter 3, talking about Moses' um, story here. Exodus 3, it says, Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the hills to the backside of the desert, and came to the mountain of God, even to Horeb. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire, out of the midst of a bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire, and the bush was not consumed. 3 says, And Moses said, I will now turn aside, and see this great sight, why the bush is not burnt. And when the Lord saw that he had turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, Here am I. Praise God forevermore. Amen. Praise God forevermore. Amen. We understood last week that, uh, you know, by the Lord, and the summary of last week was that the purpose for the burning bush was to get Moses' attention. And um, the Bible says the bush was burned, but it was not burnt. Amen. The bush was burning, but it was not burnt. Um, and uh, the word burnt, they actually mean consumed. So that means the bush was consumed, but it was not consumed. Praise God forevermore. And that was a sight that got the attention of Moses. He had to find out what was this all about. Now, for, 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 for when, and that was actually, like we understood, that it was something that was not normal. It was not normal. By right, when a bush is being consumed, it's meant to consume. It's meant to be consumed. But when it is being consumed and it's not consumed, then that is a sight to behold. And so, when we understood that when things that are not normal are happening in our lives, it's simply God is trying to get someone's attention. Praise God forevermore. Now it could be even your attention is trying to get, but it could be the attention of someone else is trying to get. Praise God forevermore. And yeah, the most important thing is for you to do what? To allow the bush keep going. Now, what the Moses do? The Moses is not trying to quench the fire. Most of the times when the bushes are born in our lives, we try to quench the fire. You get what I'm saying? We use prayer, we use fasting, we use kingdom service to quench the fire. But when is the burning bush? You didn't ignite the fire. Since you didn't ignite it, you cannot quench it. Are you getting what I'm saying? That was when he said the angel came out of the burning bush. That means the angel who did the fire was inside the fire. Are you getting what I'm saying? The angel, now one of the things we don't understand most of the time is that we think that this fire was lit by God and God walked out of the fire. No. Just like the three Hebrew children, Ananiah, Azariah, and uh, 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 um, and what's the third was the popularly the Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Praise God forevermore. When the fire was heated, the Bible says that when uh, the Nebuchadnezzar told them to throw them into the fire, they heated it seven more times water. When they threw them into the fire, after the Bible says, they say, I see four men. Is it, sorry, is it not three men they threw into the fire? But here I see four men. 
And the fourth one happens to look like the Son of God. What that makes us understand is that Jesus was actually waiting for them in the fire. Now, the angel walked out of the fire. That means the fire was actually waiting for Moses. And the angel was in the fire waiting for Moses. Most of the times when we have burning bushes in our life, we think that God is out of the fire and is leaving us to burn. Or is leaving the burning bush to burn in our lives and God is out of the fire. That's why the Bible says, though you walk through the fire, it will not consume. Why will it not consume? Because like the three Hebrews are not there with you. So the angel was in the fire. He lifted up the fire and he was in the fire waiting for Moses to turn. Are you getting what I'm saying? That means until Moses turned, the angel would have not come out. That makes us understand when there is a fire in our lives, when there is a burning bush in our life, until God gets our attention, God cannot come out of the fire. Are you know what I'm saying? Most of the time, we want God to come out of the fire. God, show yourself. Make yourself manifest. Show yourself in this situation. But the actual fact is that we are the reason why he's still in the fire. Now, if the Hebrew boys did not enter the fire, Jesus would have still been there in the fire, chilling up, waiting for them. Are you know what I'm saying? Just waiting for them. Hey, guys, come in. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. And if they did not stand for their faith with that, that this guy just kept waiting here for nothing. Now, I believe there was some vital information he wanted to give to those guys. And so that's why he waited in the fire for them. Most of the time, we need God to come out to show when we are having abnormal situations, situations that are not normal in our life, when we have a burning bush, the bush that is burning but yet not yet born, we need God to show up out of the fire. But the truth remains that God will remain in the fire until he gets attention. And you can keep it for as long as you want in the fire. The angel will remain in the fire until he gets attention. And you get what I'm saying? Until he gets attention. And some of us are wondering why is it that this fire has been burning and yet the angel is not coming out? Well, the truth is that the angel is on assignment and he has been given a task. Light the fire, stay in the fire till you get the attention of Moses. There are some areas of our lives where we are expecting the angel to come out of the fire. But the angel will not come out until he gets our attention. Now look at something, the Bible says, that this is, and Moses said, and we now turn aside. And we now turn aside. Now, like we said before, he must have been passing that place before. But this time around, there was something different there. He said, I will now turn aside. Now, it is one thing for him to pass, and he sees the fire burning, and he says, after all, it's not my wish, it doesn't concern me. Let me mind my sheep. And let me get to my destination, like a lot of like some of some of us as Christians do. Let me just mind my business. What is happening in my society is not my business. So long as God is thinking of me, I'm just fine. I'm just fine. You get what I'm saying? I was listening to somebody talking on radio, and he was talking about forex business. And he said, if you can get if you can get doing forex business and you can make money from it, he said, what 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 is happening in your the economic situation in your country? Because you don't give a damn about, you don't care about what's happening to people around you and everything like that. Now, um, the actual fact is that we live in heaven's economy, but we should also care what is happening around us. Why? Because there are some people we have to salvage. Are you getting what I'm saying? If we are carefree, if 
the host God is meeting your needs, everything you need is meeting there, does not mean that you now become carefree about your society, about people around you. We are souls of the earth, and salt, salt is meant to bring things to the earth, and we are light of the world. If we do not carry out our purpose, now, how many times say we are salt of the earth? In those days, salt was an economic commodity. That is why salt was used uh, as the analogy that Jesus used. Salt was an economic commodity. It was not easy to come by. Unlike today, where we can get salt everywhere, you know what I'm saying? We have iodized salt, we have purified salt, we have salt. Um, but then, salt was difficult to come by. And so, when you come by salt, they don't use it anyhow. Number two, uh, um, uh, um, chemi chemically speaking, or um, scientifically speaking, it's actually almost impossible for salt to lose its, uh, its sour, its softness. Are you getting what I'm saying? But as Jesus said, if you lose its sour, it's best to be trampled on that food. Even when you put salt on the ground, it's still salt. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's one power about salt. But when Jesus talking about it, that when, you, when, when you salt loses its sour, what he just basically talking about is when you are not, you, when though you are salt, you are not performing your function. Are you getting what I'm saying? When salt is put inside some a, a, a food that is not meant to be put, inside that food it has lost its purpose. Is that not so? Are you getting me? When it's put inside the food that is meant to put, it has got it has it has, uh, it has uh, fulfilled its purpose. So when Jesus talks about salt losing its sap, he's talking about when you are not in the right place, as it were, and when you're not fulfilling your purpose, praise God forever more. And you know, salt then was also used for preservation. And that's why the Bible talks about God's wisdom as the preservation for all. Now, so Moses would have passed by and would have, like, ah, my sheep, please, the fire, the wish is burning. Let's avoid the fire and let's go. But some of the time, most of the fire we think we are avoiding, they are actually they are, they are our attention and our problem. Some of the time, the fire we are trying to avoid is actually what we need. Some of the time, the fire we are actually avoiding is the real thing in us. So if Moses had avoided that fire, he would have missed out on destiny. He would have missed out on purpose. And he would have missed out on his on the reason why he went through 40 years in Egypt and then 40 years being a shepherd. And you know what I'm saying? Destiny women most of the time do not look like it. They look like something that can be ignored. They look like something that can be avoided. There's nothing wrong with that. It was a section of just what a part of the bush I was burning. It would have not turned into a wildfire. At least would have been able to evacuate the sheep. And you get what I'm saying? So most of the times, destiny moment, or some of the time, destiny moment could be things that they don't really matter to us, in quotes. What would be burning bush matter to somebody that's trying to get um, grass for his sheep to eat? He would have looked for another place to get to graze his sheep. But there was something behind the burning bush. Bible says, and he said what? And Moses said, and we now turn aside and see this good sight. Why the bush is not burnt. He didn't just say, I will turn aside and see this. I said, I will turn aside and see what? This great sight. So he knew that this sight was a great sight. Why was it so? Because this is somebody who over the years had been used to magic. And you know what I'm saying? He had been used to magic. For 40 years at least, he was used to magic. He saw magic. They, 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 he was trained uh, uh, 
in the Egyptian magic. So he knew what magic was all about. So for somebody who had known magic for 40 years, he, he, he knew that magic was out of the normal. Now when he saw a miracle, it looked like magic. Are you know what I'm saying? And this thing caught his attention. One of the reasons why some of us as Christians, we don't really know our destiny moment is because we don't know where we are coming from. Are you know what I'm saying? Some of us don't have things that we point us to the miracle. Are you getting me? Um, uh, um, what do you call it? Um, Reverend uh, uh, was telling the story of how, you know, long story short, his father was an idolatrous uh, uh, man, and then he said one day in one of his meetings that the power of God was moving up. And after the meeting, he came, the father came up and told his brother, I said, Come, that, that God your brother is serving, that's the God I want to serve. He said his father was a hyper idolatrous. He said, when the man wants to do sacrifice, he doesn't cut the leg of the chicken or cut the leg of the goat. He says he makes enchantments to the, to the animal, and the animal dies. High level! So when he, got, when, when he saw what he saw that day, he told him, I want to serve my brothers. That your brother's God, I want to serve him. And then he said, he, he, he sent some prayer warriors and he went and he got his father uh, born again. And then he told the uh, prayer warriors, okay, and as some pastors, okay, hey, please, I'm born again. I come and destroy my idol. And the, and the pastors were looking at him. And they were like, ah, you're looking at me. I, 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 I know you're you afraid. You're afraid of this. I'm the one who has been worshipping this and I know the difference now. So, okay, no problem. Not destroy. I will destroy. And he uprooted this. I planted them. And I was uprooted by myself. And he said, while his father was alive, he said, his father would, his animals would be sick. And the father would take the animals himself and pray in tongues. Why? Because he had understood it from the other side. And you get what I'm saying? That was similar to what Moses was going through. Moses had understood this happening from the other side. He had seen different operations of magic. So when he came, when he, when he had an encounter again, for 40 years thereabout, he did not see any magical encounter. Are you getting what I'm saying? So he was he was actually living as though he had not had that experience before. But now when God wants to get our attention, he gets our attention with something that we are used to. Are you getting what I'm saying? Same way when he wanted to when he wanted to give an assurance to Abraham, he used the act of cutting covenants, which Abraham was used to. Praise the Lord forevermore. So when he wants to get attention, God does not go out of the blues because if he goes out of the blues, he will not really get attention. He something that we are used to, but not from our physical point of view, or the diabolical point of view, from, from his own world point of view. So when Moses passed and he saw a bush that was burning on top, and he said, this thing looks like what we used to see before. But this one is different. There is a difference in this one, and it caught his attention. And you know what I'm saying? Now, so that is the way God operates. That's why some of the times, when God is getting attention with some things that, you know, they may look like what we have experienced before. We don't understand that he's actually getting attention. And instead of us giving him attention, we start doing other things. We start doing other things. Now, God is always in the business of getting our attention. Why? Because man is always in the business of what they move. Man is a busy body. And man always wants to move. Even when he's not achieving anything, man just wants to move. Are you getting what I'm saying? And that's why God is always in the business of getting attention. And He doesn't use things, like I said, that are out of the blues. He uses things that we can relate to it to get our attention. Moses could relate with magic. God used something that was the, 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 the higher, the real operation of it. Are you know what I'm saying? The, the devil does magic, God does miracles. Are you know what I'm saying? 
The devil, the magic is the perfection of miracles. Magic is miracle sabotage. And you know what I'm saying? Now, since Moses was used for 40 years, he was used to the sabotage version. He was used to the um, 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 to the perverted version. God says, if I must get your attention, I have to give you the original version. And that's the reason why God did not just give him a sight. God placed an angel inside. Now, God does not just give us the higher version of That's why Christians say some of the times. You just want something that you're used to. That's why I see, we, we are very good at seeing the Sika sensitive thing. When we, when we do casino, you drop one, one dollar, you get ten dollars. Now, you drop one, 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 one hundred Ghana city, we get a thousand Ghana city when you play the casino where, and you get what I'm saying? You draw uh, one thousand naira, you get ten thousand naira. Now, because we're so used to, some of us have been, uh, we, we've done the casino thing, then when we come to church, we now do church casino, drop a seed of one thousand naira, and the Lord will surprise me, and we're like, this sounds like it, this looks like what we're doing in the casino, <laughs> and you get what I'm saying? It looks like what we're doing in the casino. Are you that? But they know some, some of us who are used to the dance hall kind of thing, and you know the, the secular dance hall. When we come to church and we see that ah, they are giving us similar, similar, you know, similar. Like uh, Dr. David O'Grady said, <laughs> now they're using smoke effect. <laughs> By right, it's meant to be carbon. That's the glory of God. The glory of God in the Old Testament is to come as cloud. That was when, 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 when. When the temple was being dedicated, um, 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 Solomon um, sacrificed um, a thousand bulls. Said that the glory of God came so thick in the cloud that the priests could not carry out their sacrifices. Praise the Lord forevermore. They could not carry out their, their, their duties because the glory came in a thick cloud. He said what was covered in the Old Testament, thick cloud, now we try to produce it by using smoke effect, and now it is not carbon, it is e-carbon, which is the glory has imparted. <laughs> so when, 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 when people in the secular world come and they see smoke, they see smoke effects in their dance form, and they come to church and they see smoke, they say, yes, this looks like it. And you know, we, we, we can feel at home, we can feel at home. But there is a difference here. God did not just give Moses the burning bush. He placed an angel in the bush. The angel did not walk out of the bush. There will be no difference between the magic he was seeing before and the miracle he was seeing. What differentiates the magic of the world from the miracle of God is the presence of God. Yes. That's what differentiates. <laughs> that, that's, why God, that's why the Lord put an angel, light up the fire, but stay there. Even if you say, man, I'm getting bored, when is this guy going to come? I said, stay there. Stay there. Because you have to, this guy has been used for magic for 40 years. You have to differentiate from, to, for him what miracle means. And, and we see that if you read for that, his father, he began to see the difference. The devil is a major copycat and a major sabotager. So it may look like it so much. But what differentiates it is the presence of God. When God is not in any act, it is not a miracle. It is simply a magical act. Yeah. When God is not in any act, it's not a miracle. And that's why today we, know, we don't understand the difference between the magic and the miracle most of the time. If ma ma magic, 
like um, like some will say magic happens suddenly, miracle takes and no, it's not necessary like that. Are you know what I'm saying? They are instantaneous miracles. Jesus did instantaneous miracles. Human bishop was not instantaneous miracles. Instantaneous miracles. They are instantaneous miracles. Faith can be applied now and get a miracle now. Are you know what I'm saying? But what differentiates both is what the presence of God. The devil can sabotage and um, um, uh, let his word negatively copy the acts of God, but he can never copy the presence of God. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? That's why the Bible says to the people of Israel, God showed his heart. Acts can be sabotaged, acts can be copied. Say, but to Moses, he showed his ways. And what is the way of God? John 14, verse 9, Jesus said, the way, the truth, and the life. No one will be satisfied. So to Moses, he showed you. That's what I'm going to say, and they shall come a prophet like me after me. Because Jesus was revealed to him. Are you getting what I'm saying? <laughs> Are you getting it? That's why he was him and Elijah seeking to be Jesus in the mouth of the generation. They think the revelation has been there. The acts of God may be sabotaged by the devil and can be copied by the devil. But his presence cannot be complete. <laughs> Amen. As I told the Lord, said, if you don't go with us, we go nowhere. We are going to what? Because it is easy. That is part of our is easy. It is easy for us to, to, to see. It's easy for the devil to copy some of these things. So he said, but when it comes to your presence, it is non copying. There's a copyright for the presence of God that solely belongs to him. And that's what differentiates miracles from what? Magic. The presence of God. So when you go into an atmosphere and you see things happening, sniff if you are sensitive. It's the presence of God here. That's why the Bible talks about it in Revelation chapter 16 talks about different spirits that were released. And there was one that was the spirit of the frog that they said, and they began to do many miracles. They were doing miracles. And we are that already, we are, we are already, already in that season, the beauty of the season. But what we differentiate is that men that learn that the spirit of God are souls of God. Bible says you should test for spirit. Only differentiate is your ability to test spirit. To enter into another way and sniff and say, is this the presence of God or is this not the presence of God? If the presence of God is there, then it's, it's a miracle. If the presence of God is not there, it is what? A sabotage miracle, which is what? Magic. Praise God forevermore. And so what God called with his attention with what he would he could relate with. Amen to Jesus. Bible says, and Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great side by the bush born blood. Now um, Moses saw the sight, but he decided to turn. Now, like we said, it's one thing to see the sight, it's another thing to decide to turn. You can decide to keep on with your life. And see, most of the time, when God is calling attention, no matter how much He's using different things we are used to, because, like we said, God is not going to use what you are not used to to call your attention. No matter how much He's using different things we are used to, we are just carrying the wheel. We are carrying the wheel with so many things. And Moses was one who had to decide. He had to decide. And another thing that could also uh, limit us is that because we are used to some of these things, we don't see the need to turn again. Another thing we to the Lord, like, ah, it's magic, we are used to it before. I get what I'm saying. That's the devil, we have always been taught to not get familiar with God. Over familiarity with God is what brings for God calling your attention and you are not turning aside. You are carrying on with your daily life. Over familiarity. I get what I'm saying. Over familiarity with God. 
Since I will not turn aside and see the great and see this great sight, why the bush is not up? Why he called it a great sight? Moses had seen magic before, but he knew that there was something different from this one. It was not like other sights. It was what a great sight. Now another thing we need to understand here is that until we are able to differentiate the sight from other sights, we cannot turn aside to see what is happening. Because it may look like what we have been used to, but there is something great in it. And we must decide to turn aside. And he said, why did he turn aside? He said, I want to know why. The bush is born if it's not born. Inquisitivity. Today, Pastor was teaching that he said, one of the attributes of children that they are inquisitive. They want to know. What we have today in the church is a bunch of believers who don't want to know God. <laughs> That's what we have to do. And to the children of Israel, he showed his acts, but to Moses, he showed his way. And Moses asked him, I said, Lord, show me thy face. And the Lord told him, You cannot see my glory. And you know what I'm saying? We have a bunch of people who don't know God. When we started serving God, when we started loving God, um, at any things, um, age, we are just going to fellowship and going to church because we wanted to know God. Not because we needed miracles, are you know what I'm saying? Not because we needed signs and wonders or whatsoever. No, we just wanted to know God. This hunger to know God. Uh, attending Feka, head priest, a uh, uh, to teach, and I'm like, where is this guy getting this revelation from? And he would not even open the Bible. He would just hold the Bible like this. That time when he initially came to Feka, he would just come and he would hold his Bible like this and he would say, all right, praise, praise God, hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. And then as he does it, he drops his Bible on the chair and the guy starts flowing. He starts running. He starts running through scriptures from the head. I was like, what's that? Where is this guy getting this thing from? And he's is flowing scriptures and he runs the teachings and I'm like, whoa. I'm like, wow, this guy is too much. The guy was stripping us. And after that, he came and he came. So I began to look for how, where they are getting this thing from. If it's back of this Bible, the black part, I have to get it. I sat down and said, let's seek him to know God. He said, let's seek him to study the word of God. We didn't, come, we didn't start studying for, for miracles. We didn't start studying for science and wonders. We didn't start studying for house, for car. The, the greatest funding of this generation is that they started knowing God with the search for things, not with the search for Him. That's the greatest funding of this generation. Many of them came to church because they told them, Come to Jesus and all your problems will be solved. So, and that's why they came to church. So they now come and say, The best way my last week told me, In three months, if my life does not change, then I should change church. And they wanted them to three months because they did not come with the heart to know the Lord. Three months actually their life does not change. And they change church. So they actually feel that the church is a problem. Or not to them that they are the problem. This generation has a great problem because they never came after God with the heart to know Him. They came after God for things. They came after God for things. And that's the greatest undoing of this generation. Moses said, I will now turn aside and see why the bush is not going. He wanted to know why, like we've always said, he who knows why it remains in, uh, he who knows uh, 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 how it remains in someone, and he who knows why it remains in the boss. Moses wanted to know why, why, why. why? When, when people come with a heart to know why in, the world, in, 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 in Christianity, they get to know God more. But we have a generation who they take it hook, 
man has seen that. Be representative is far from us now. We don't be representing again. Pastor say, Pastor say, Pastor on Sunday come and do that. And I will say, Pastor, please, you're wasting time preaching. Start prophesying. I declare, declare, and the hungry birds are open their mouth. Amen. 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 That's the generation we have. And this generation will scarcely know God. Because they don't have the wide understanding. It's one thing to turn around and see the great sights. Many of us, many of this generation have turned around to see the great sight, but they have not asked the real question. Moses did not just look at the great sight. Many people do not have look at the church. We have some spectators in church. We have those who are just looking at the great sight. And we have those who are coming for the great sight so they can get, you know, some things. But Moses said, I will not talk. The next thing is, I know why the bush is burning, but not born. Men who come to God with a wide question. Lord, why did you call me to do this? Lord, why did you create me? Rebecca, her two sons were fighting in a womb. And she asked a question, why am I false? That is a question that many Christians don't ask. And so they just live their lives like that. Some have turned aside. Some are looking at the great side, but they have not asked, why is it so? Why are you a Christian? Why are you following Jesus? Why are you serving God? Why are you coming to church? Okay, so if you are coming to church because they told you uh, the pastor will give you money, or the pastor will give you job, you just, you just missed it from the onset. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you getting it? You don't actually ask why the bush is burning and not what. Because if you start asking why the bush is burning and not you will get the answer that the pastor wants. Bishop Mirego said, those days when people used to meet at Bishop Benson outside, oh, they will come. If you give them money, if we give them money, they will collect. Songs will come and give. If we give them money, they will collect. One day, Bishop Mirego is going to meet that Bishop. And that Bishop give him money. He said, no, sir. I'm not collecting. Say, you mean you're not collecting money for me? Your father? He says, I'm not collecting this one. <laughs> he said, no, 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 no. And he said, sir, I beg, say who matter. I want you to give him money. Teach him how to make money. How are you making this thing? Teach him. Wise man, person with your brain, someone that has sense. But if a mother's who is satisfied with he goes to our abishop, there's an anointing for prosperity of his life. The man has grace for money. <laughs> he has grace for wealth. But I'm waiting for him. Let him go to America and pay the money and come. As he comes, hungry beds are waiting. There's a project in church you know, we have to accomplish. We have been trying to raise the offering. And your papa is very free to give while they collect. But someone who has wisdom said, Ah, Papa, how long will you be here giving us? How long? Teach me how to make this. Ah. I looked at him and said, Child, this guy, there's something in your head that is not going to happen and we can see the fruits today. We can see the fruits today. Is that not so? It's glaring. It's glaring. It's glaring. Why the bush is burning? Yes, no point. When you ask that why question, you will know what your pastor knows. Are you getting what I'm saying? You will know what your pastor knows. If what you are going to do is for pastor to lavish you with money, why not ask how is pastor making the money? 
needs to look for who we love and care for you. Why don't you ask, how is the pastor being able to love even with the fact that nobody is loving him? And that's the, that's the greatest undoing of the church today. We don't care to know why the bush is burning. All we care for us is a great start. Let us keep it. But Moses sought to know why. When men begin to have a quest in God, they draw God's attention. God loves men who have quests. Those are the kind of people God is looking for. People who have quests. Quest. 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 Proverbs 25 says, The glory of God will conceal a matter. And the other kings of the world to search it out. Men who search out are kings. And that was the same thing in Moses, a searching spirit. An inquisitive spirit. I like this great side, but why is this side happening? Many of us are not satisfied with the great side. Some of us are not satisfied with being, oh, we are members of this church. Oh, miracles are happening in our church. Miracles are happening in our church. Miracles are happening in our church. But we don't want to know why it is happening through that servant of God, God is using. Now you know what I'm saying? You always say, we want to know the secret of my blessing. Just the secret of my blessing is my heart of love for God. So he has told them why I'm over and again. He has said why, but who don't say that that's why? Say forget that it's a lie. This man cannot just be you mean that love of God just love for God just bring what is a lie. So who don't simply that is love for God? Not simply. Because they don't call the master of art knowing why the bush is born, but don't. But when that becomes a heart, you call me. Your pastor don't need to tell you the secrets. Are you going to say? You search it for yourself. You search it for yourself. You search it. You search it. And you find it. The simple as that. Bible says, and the Lord saw that he turned aside to see. You see, God was even watching him. He saw that he turned aside to see. It's one thing for God to put something to get your attention. It's another thing for you to turn aside to see. And it's another thing for you to ask, why is it happening? Now, if God puts something in your life to get attention, either your attention or the attention of people, and you are not turning aside, then the, the, the whatever he puts there is just going to be like a decoration. And you don't say. Since and, it's, and he said, and when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush. Now God only calls to you when he first gets your attention. And he will call to you after you are giving him attention. First he tries to get your attention. Until you give him attention, he cannot come to you. I hear what I'm saying. This is another point of worry why God is not coming to them. The reason is that he has set a burning bush in your life for long, but there is a problem. You are not even giving him attention. Until you give God attention, he would not come to your name. God is not going to badge us, he's not going to force his way on us. Is going to get try to get our attention. And let me tell you, the difference between men that God has called and those that God has not called 
is that the, the ones who God has called always have an encounter that make them count in life. They have an encounter that when they come out of that encounter and they stand before men, men will know that this one has been with the Lord. Until he turned, God did not see. The Bible says, and the Lord saw that he turned aside to see. You know what So until he turned, God did not see. Some of us are, why well, is God not seeing? You are not coming. <laughs> you are not coming. You are just, you are just focused on something else. Until he turned, God did not see him. And some of us are crying, why, is it, why does it look like God is not seeing what I'm going through? The issue that the what you are going through is meant to be a body bush that will get you and make you turn. But since the bush has been burning for five years, you have refused to turn. And I wonder why it's God not seeing you. He can't see you because you're not turning. He only sees when we turn. And Moses turned. And the Lord did what? And the Lord saw that he turned aside to see. So it means that God is watching to see if we turn aside to see. Even in the burning bush, he's watching. He's watching. He's watching. This thing that is not normal, let me say what normal that is happening in my life. This thing that is not that is not the way it's supposed to go that's happening in my life. Have I told to see? Have I told to look deeper into the matter? I used to always say something that. As a child of God, when things are going in your life in a way that you don't understand, take out time to retreat. Take out time to turn and see. It can just be, the time we're talking about, it can even be one day off. But just turn and see. Because for every time there is a burning bush in your life, God is trying to get your attention. And every time He wants to get your attention, He wants you to turn and see. Until you turn and see, He cannot see. We are climaxing the year. And some of us have had some one or two body bushes in our lives. If we see that we have not gotten solutions yet, it's time to turn us. At least you have Christmas Day off. Use it to turn us. Christmas Day is not a day to go and uh, group and chill out. No, it's a day to turn us. But the things that the bushes are brought that you do not get answers to, use that day to turn us. Oh, New Year Day is a day of use it to turn us. Because God is actually waiting for us to turn. It says that when he turned aside to see, God did what? Called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses, and he said, Here am I. The actual fact is that God is eager to call. But the problem is, are we ready to turn? With all the drama that has happened in our lives of us this year, have we turned? With all the drama, have we turned? Have we turned? With all the things that may not be normal, have we turned? And we're talking about turning to see, yes, you know, we're turning to see the place of the first, the place of prayers. Just inquire. Because when we talk, we hear God's call. 
It's impossible to turn and say, I don't hear God's call. It's impossible. It's impossible. It's impossible. It's impossible. I remember when that incident happened, when for two weeks there was no flow of finances. We barely could even feed, we barely could get rent, uh, sorry, um, 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 transportation. And then we said, all right. And throughout that period, I was delivering, teaching, teaching, teaching. Friday through the night, Sunday for about five hours, teaching, teaching, just pouring, 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 pouring. And then we said, all right, Pastor said, okay, we have to take this one as retreat too. And I told to see. Amen. That two weeks, as I started the fasting, it's like heaven has been, you know, when, when people put, when uh, there's heavy weight on your door, and you get what I'm saying, and then you lock the door, and the weight is getting heavy on the door. The moment you open the door, what happens? Everything pours in his arms. That was what it looked like. I see there was heavy weight. Revelation from God's word on my door. Heaven has been barging on my door. And I locked the door, teaching and teaching. As I entered into the fasting from the first day, boom, it's like I opened the door and see revelations flowing. Two weeks I was having revelations every day. God was teaching, God was releasing, God was blessing. Two days after two days, the first financial window came push. The next thing, I think less than a month about another one came push just like that. The money was not the issue, but the issue was that God was looking for me to turn and what? See. My brothers and sisters, I don't want the burning push in your life. I don't want that thing that everybody says this thing is not normal. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It's not normal. My brother, this thing is not See, in the normal way, this is meant to be. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. But you see, that is the body push. Turn and see. Don't take it as in. Don't take it as, you know, every, this thing is not normal, but. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't, it's, so long as it's not disrupting my life. After all, the body bush was not disrupting the movement of Moses and the sheep. Is that not so? It was obviously by a corner or by a side. Are you getting it? So if you have thought to continue his movement without having any any business to go with. For some of us, so long as the body bush is not disrupting our life, we can see breathe, we can see eat, we can see move. You know, we just say, let's move on. No, but that's not the way life is meant to be. Are you getting what I'm saying? Like somebody once said, he said, um, when you, you pursue a goal to the world, it turns back and it starts what? Pursuing you back. Said, but you know, um, there are some people that when you pursue them to the world, when they get to the world, they will dig a hole to the world and pass through the world. Some of us have become like that. When, 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 we, when the body bushes so become so intensified, we find a way around it. Water takes the path of least resistance. Let all the rocks be around the water here. If it wants to pass, to look for a small crack. And, and miss the rock and do and pass that crack. That's how some of us have become. We've become so used to finding a way around the situations and not confronting the situations. But if we must fulfill destiny, we must be ready to turn and see. Even when it is not obstructing our movement, we must turn and see. The moment we do that, what do we do? God calls on us. As we, go, as we conclude this year, gradually, we have to turn us. Lord, what areas have been, let me use the word, people have been saying this is not normal. Or you yourself have been saying this is not normal. Lord, I'm ready to turn us. I'm ready to turn us. I'm not going to take it as, you know, a side thing any longer. I'm not going to take it as, ah, 
if love is stopping me, so life goes on. No, I'm not going to take it as life goes on any longer. Lord, this time around, I'm ready to turn and see. That is the way forward. Says, and we turn and see the Lord called him Moses. Moses. God wants to call a lot of us, even before this year ends. God has a lot to tell us, but He's waiting for us to turn and see. And before this year comes on end, we have to turn and see. So we can hear God. There are important issues that we have to hear God. But this time around, we must stop sight tracking these issues and turn and look at them. Find out what is happening. And then we hear the call of God. Rise up on your feet tonight. Before we pray, I want to pray for everyone who under the sound of my voice. Welcome me, Jesus, and other personal savior. You're there, you've not made this decision. I want to encourage you to make this decision because it's the beginning of everything. And if you want to make this decision, please say this prayer after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I know that I'm a sinner. I know that you died and resurrected for me. Your Calvary Street, you shed your blood to take away my sins. Jesus, I surrender my life to you. I make you my Lord and personal Savior. Because you chose me, I choose to serve you all the days of my life. Thank you, Lord Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for everyone who has made this prayer. Thank you for receiving them in the Lord. And thank you for granting them the grace to serve and follow you all the days of their lives. In the name of Jesus. But pray one prayer that I must say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, every area. Lord, every area. Where the bush has been born in. Where the bush has been born And you have been trying to get my attention. And you have been trying to get my attention. This moment. This moment. I turn and see. I turn and see. And not only do I turn and see. Yes, Lord. Not only do I turn and see. Not only do I turn and see. I inquire. I inquire. Why the bush is born in. Why the bush. And yet it's not burnt. Yet it's not burnt. your heart and pray. In Kasubra, it's a link of that is shot and half. Clearly, and we get the attack, the, the, the tax, the next tax. 
In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen to Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thanks for listening, we hope you've been blessed by this teaching. Kindly share your testimonies with us at chumdiohahuna ministry at gmail.com. Grace to you.